Hey friend, welcome to Beyond the Booze. I'm your host, Victoria Plummer, daughter of the Most High, wife, boy mom, and multi-passionate entrepreneur. I know that you are sick of wallowing in shame after another night of binge drinking. I know that you want to quit, but you can't imagine a life without alcohol. My mission is to set you free from the lies, fears, and habits that are keeping you stuck in a toxic relationship with alcohol. In this podcast, you'll learn about spiritual growth, personal development, healthy lifestyle habits, and recovery education so that you can start living a life you love. If you're ready to take your power back, grow in your faith, and live a more purposeful life, you are in the right place. Whip up your favorite mocktail. Let's do this. Hello, you beautiful human. Welcome back to Beyond the Booze podcast. I'm your host, Victoria Plummer, and today we are going to be talking about how to stay sober in the summer when you're sad or when you're triggered at all. Um, I thought this was an excellent question um, submitted from one of the Facebook group members. Her name is Michaela. And yeah, thank you so much for submitting that question. And it's a great topic for today. So let's dive in. So I have a few tips for you. And just a disclaimer before we get started, I am not a sober professional at all. This is all from my personal experience. Um, I've been sober from alcohol since January 2020. Praise the Lord. And I've been sober from marijuana. I struggled with that for a while. Um, I, I had tried to quit that in 2020 as well, but I would continue to go back to it. Um, probably monthly, I would have like three month stretches here and there and um, decided to hire a sober coach back in December um, or November. Yeah, November. And I've been sober from that since October of 2022. So I guess that's like, I don't know, four or five months now. Um, so yeah, um, I feel like because that struggle was so close, it helps me like with, you know, tips. Um, because right now, like, I want you to know that Currently, I do not struggle with the temptation to uh, drink alcohol. So I want you to know there's that hope that you can get to that place too. I was, you know, um, in the bargaining phase or denial or whatever you want to call it for a very long time. Um, And, you know, I think there's a lot of trial and error. We try to like control it and we try to limit ourselves and You know, and we see that sometimes we can limit ourselves, um, but then inevitably we always end up going overboard. And um, that's what led me to decide to finally quit because it just didn't align with the person that I believe um, God created me to be. So anyways, um, (laughs) I don't know where that tangent came from, but I hope you're ready for some practical and some, you know, uh, biblical 
tips on, yeah, how to stay sober um, in the summer, which I know can be a time where you're feeling triggered or when you're sad, which is definitely a time when you feel like triggered to, you know, cope with your emotions using some sort of substance or when you feel triggered at all, right? Um, yeah, so I'm excited to hop in. So my first tip is, you know, thinking about the summer, right? Um, I've gone on quite a few vacations being sober now. Um, and I want you to know that they've been great and it doesn't feel like I've missed out. Um, my first sober vacation was on my birthday in January of 2020. Um, well, I've had a sober birthday before that. Um, when I was like 28, I was in Haiti doing a mission trip and that was the first year I was ever sober on my birthday and it was incredible. Um, but since I had like really committed to, you know, being sober in 2020, um, that was the, the first trip I had went on, um, for my birthday, I went to Hawaii and I just wanted to share this because if you're looking for somewhere cool to go, um, where it doesn't feel like you're the odd man out by not drinking alcohol, um, everywhere I went in Hawaii, like all the little, you know, I don't know, restaurants or whatever, like a lot of them had like kombucha on tap. Um, And if you haven't tried kombucha before, it's like a fermented drink. Um, It's really good. I like it. Um, You know, some people, the word is just kind of like, ew, that sounds gross. But I definitely just, you know, encourage you to give it a try. It's a nice, healthier alternative um, to alcohol. Um, and, and mocktails, you know, there's so many mocktails, like, um, I was actually posting on my story from when I was in Mexico (laughs) because I was like, it's like, I I was at an all inclusive resort and I just kept getting these funny looks like from like the waiter, mostly the waiters, they'd be like, kind of like, why are you asking like, what's alcohol free, um, not all of them, but a, cu- a couple of them. Like, you know, when you're on the beach, most people are drinking alcohol. Um, but anyway, so I would order um, mojitos. Those are really good, like virgin, vir- virgin versions of mojitos. Uh, kombucha. Um, obviously, you can do like, you know, pina coladas and have those like made virgin. Um, there's even like alcohol-free beer. There's so many like more alcohol-free versions of things now. And some places like, I mean, they really have some great mocktails. Um, Like they, you know, they have like the mixologists and and they make the mocktails really like delicious, you know, and um, fun to drink. So that's a really great alternative um, in the summer is to just go for mocktails. Um... And then my second tip is to play it forward. This is one of the tips that like for me, it's always what I do. If I'm struggling a little bit, like thinking about it at all, I just play it forward. Like with the alcohol, like I already know what's going to happen. Like I'm going to get angry. I'm going to overdo it. Like it's just going to start this whole cycle all over again. Like um, because I had gone through so many cycles of like trying to control it, I know (laughs) what's going to happen. Like I'm going to, 
yeah, if I were to start again now, I'd probably, yeah, in my mind, trick myself into thinking, oh, Victoria, you know, you've been sober for three years now. You could probably just do one or two drinks and be fine. And that might be true. <clears throat> but for me, it's just not worth the risk. Um, it's not worth the risk of um, getting back to that place where I'm fighting with alcohol every single day and, and addictions, you know, taking so much space of my life. Like, it's just not worth it. Um, like, it, it just isn't. It really doesn't bring that much benefit to me. Like, there's no, there's no benefit for me. <laughs> um, so... Anyways, that's one of my tips is to play it forward. Um, and then my next tip geared towards like, how do you stay sober when you're sad? Um, I let myself feel it. Now, this is like really hard, especially if you've been, you know, coping with um, your emotions with alcohol for a while or any substance. Um, you're so used to like numbing it out that it's 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 hard to even feel like it's hard to like sit in that like uncomfortable feeling like whether it's like sadness or loneliness or whatever feeling you know um it's really uncomfortable and it's one of those things that you have to like I definitely recommend like if you're feeling sad one night or if you're feeling lonely to reach out to a friend to just kind of express it a little bit I was I'm glad that you know at one period, like I was experiencing some, uh, loneliness and I was able to like reach out, you know, to like my husband and reach out to my friend and like, um, just kind of like say what I was feeling. Um, and then, you know, I cried, <laughs> I just like cried. And I think that that's one of the great gifts that God's given us is like the ability to cry. Cause it really just like cleanses us. Um, and it allows us to like, let out that emotion. And, um, I don't know if you're anything like me or any, <laughs> a lot of people, you just don't really like to cry. It's not really fun to cry, but, um, I just definitely encourage you to just to let yourself feel it, to cry, to journal, uh, vent to a friend, reach out to other people, like for some wise counsel, depending, you know, what's going on. Um, I definitely, definitely think it's wise to just reach out to, um, to talk to people. Cause sometimes we need other people to speak into us. Um, so yeah, that's my third tip. My fourth tip on how to stay sober when you're triggered, um, is to remember your why. Um, for me, like, especially like, so for example, like with not wanting to smoke weed. One of my biggest whys is because I know that I'd use it as a way to like numb and like cope with my feelings. Um, rather than like getting curious about like what my feelings are and, um, examining them and like figuring out like, okay, what's my body like trying to tell me like what needs to change in my life? Um, what's going on, <laughs> you know, like if you continue numbing it out, numbing it out, like you'll never get to make, get to the solution, you know, you'll never make that progress. Um, or, you know, the progress will take much longer than it needs to. Um, so that's like one of my big whys, um, with weed especially, but like with alcohol, it's, you know, usually it's about anger. I don't want to get angry. Like, um, but 
Yeah. One of the big reasons for me not wanting to like cope with anything is because I want to be able to work through my problems um, and get to solutions. And I know that if I cope um, using substances, I'm not going to be able to, to like heal or, you know, resolve the issues. Um, so that is my fourth tip is to remember your why. Um, and then my fifth tip is actually, um, from scripture and it's pretty funny. So, you know, um, we're always talking about like, how do you fight temptation? (laughs) Um, like that's something like what scriptures do you use to fight temptation? Um, and I went to a gym, a gym class, a fitness class the other day, shout out to evolve in Dallas. And, um, yeah, so I went to a workout class and we, he makes us do like runs outside and we're in downtown Dallas. And so you like run around the building, um, and go back into class and then you, you know, we're usually start our workout. But, um, when I was running outside, I passed by someone who like, smelt just like straight up weed and like, you know, just, he was probably smoking weed on the corner and like the smell, um, like, I don't know, something in me, like just was like, it just like in my mind, I said flee. And like, I just started running, like running from that temptation. (laughs) And And it made me think about like, oh my gosh, like, why are we always trying to fight the temptation? Why aren't we fleeing from temptation? You know, like, that's what's in scripture, flee from temptation. Um, so I did want to share a scripture. Um, so uh, it's 1 Corinthians 10, 13 through 14. No temptation has overtaken you except what is common to mankind. And God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. But when you are tempted... He will also provide a way out so that you could endure it. Therefore, my dear friends, flee from idolatry. And yeah, you know, I think we all know that verse, uh, that 1 Corinthians 10, 13. But then we, we leave off verse 14. Therefore, my dear friends, flee from idolatry. Um, and I know like that... Idolatry isn't the same word as temptation, but um, a lot of times, you know, like if we are struggling with like binge drinking or like substance abuse, um, it is like a form of idolatry because you know that God's calling you to not use this thing and yet you are going to that rather than to God. So it is like a form of idolatry. In my opinion, my humble, you know, human flawed opinion. Yes, um, I, I don't have all the answers. But that's, yeah, that's something that really stuck, stood out to me was that, um, yeah, we should just be fleeing. We don't need to be fighting it. Like when we're feeling triggered, um, I like... If you if you heard Amber Hollingsworth, her episode is episode twenty. Um, yeah, she says you know that you know she's like don't be a cowboy, don't try to like you know 
go into these situations where you know you're going to be triggered, like try to avoid the trigger because it's really, really hard to, you know, um, to fight it if you're being triggered. So flee from the temptation, flee from idolatry, um, you know, set some boundaries if you need to. Like if there's people that are using in your house, like ask them not to use like around you, ask them not to, you know, like keep it in the house or keep it locked up, something like that. Um, I guess that's all I have. (laughs) So your homework for this week is to try one of these tips. Um, and if you need to reach out then in the Facebook group, um, you know, we have that community there for a reason. I'm sure any one of us would love to, um, talk, talk you off the ledge if we can, um, be, a, an ear to listen, you know? Um, but yeah, let me just hop back through all these tips really fast. So how do you stay sober in the summer when you're sad or when you're triggered at all? Uh, tip number one is to try a mocktail. Tip number two is to play it forward. Play forward what you think is actually going to happen if you give in to that temptation. Um, not the mirage that Satan is painting for you. Not that rose-colored you know, like, oh, it's going to be beautiful. It's going to be fun. It's like, no, what's going to happen after that first drink? Probably you're going to continue. You're going to, uh, you know, say some things you regret, you know, have that fight with your friend or your husband, slap somebody, you know, wake up feeling ashamed, praying to God, forgive me, like play it forward. Okay. Um, number three, let yourself Feel your feelings, cry, journal, vent to a friend, reach out for some wise counsel. Um, Tip number four is to remember your why. And then tip number five is to flee from temptation. Um, I hope this episode was helpful. And remember that this Sunday we are having a virtual meet and greet kind of, you know, mocktail party at 1.30 p.m. Central Standard Time. It's going to be on Zoom. Get the invite by joining our Facebook group. There is an invite in the Facebook group, and you can find it on there. So hope to see you on Sunday. Otherwise, I'll catch you in the next episode. Have a great one. Bye.